When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to a Super Bowl edition of the Unreasonable Odds podcast. I'm Steve Buchanan, along with my co-host, Julian Edlow, in what is going to be a jam-packed episode. Of course, we're going to go over the board, the plethora of props that are available on the DraftKings Sportsbook. There's obviously a few that have caught our eye. We're going to talk about that. And then most importantly, we have a bunch of guests that are going to be on the show as well. It wouldn't be an Unreasonable Odds podcast without Johnny Avello. He will be joining us. Give us a peek behind the book. He'll be joining us from Radio Row out in Arizona. And then immediately following after that, one of my good friends, All Elite Wrestling, Daddy Magic, Matt Bernard, is going to join the show as well. Huge Chiefs fans. We're going to talk about the Chiefs, little AEW wrestling as well. So that will be following Johnny Avello. And then Julie and I will come back. We'll go over the board Take a look at everything that has to do with Super Bowl. That is going to be a show for this one. Jules, thoughts, concerns, questions. What are we thinking? I have no thoughts, concerns, or questions that uh, don't have to do with betting the board. So I guess let's let's talk to our guests and uh, we'll we'll get to all that. We don't have a recap this week, so right. Let's we'll just we'll just talk to who we need to talk to and then get into what we like for the Super Bowl, right? No time wasted. Hit the nope. music. Odds are Johnny Avello. Let's do it. And then there was a significant movement, disagreement, if you want to say, in the market on that opening number. Some shops even opened up Kansas City minus two and a half after the championship games. And the Eagles were minus two and a half later that night. We haven't seen a huge point swing like that for the Super Bowl because that's pretty significant there. Do you think this number is settled in at this point or do you think we're going to see some movement again? I know we're waiting on a lot of injury news for the Chiefs still. So not really huge movers in that sense, but there is still a lot of injury news that are to come out. Yeah, I don't know if two and a half was the correct number. You know, I don't know what the correct number is was for betting initially, but we opened up Chiefs one. the push was not only the betters liking that side, the, the Eagles, but also there, there was injuries related to why this move. You know, Mahomes looked gimpy out there. Uh, you know, wide receivers, McCole Hardman, he was questionable. He's now out. Uh, cornerback Sneed uh, had a concussion. The other wide receivers, Tony and uh, Smith Schuster, their status was unknown. So I think all of that played into that line moving to the Eagles to get the two and a half. Uh, but then the Chiefs betters did weigh in, um, you know, and some of the injuries were looking better. The line came back a little bit. Uh, yeah, and there's going to be some more movement in this game. I mean, you know, there's probably, I don't know where it's going to go. Maybe Eagles 1, Eagles 2, total. I don't know if the 51 holds up. Maybe maybe 50 and a half seems like more of the number could be. All right, Johnny. So everybody loves betting their props for the Super Bowl. Um, <clears throat> crazy ones on, on the board, of course, unique ones on the board. But let's start with some of the more basic ones. Uh, what are some of the some of the player prop sides that we've seen take the most action on DraftKings Sportsbook? 
Oh, they like the um, first touchdown score. They like Mahomes over one and a half touchdown passes. They like Hurts over one and a half touchdown passes. They love uh, Mahomes over Hurts just straight up, uh, you know, most passing yards or touchdown passes. Um, so they still they they do believe in Mahomes in this one. Uh, we have some of these novelty props up too. You know, they the jersey number of the first touchdown score over 11 and a half. That's taken considerable action. The octopus, you guys know what that is. Where oh, yeah. the yeah, you know, the guy scores, they score a touchdown, he scores it, then he comes back and scores the two pointer. Um, how about the field goal hitting the extra point? Uh, the field goal or the extra point hitting the crossbar at plus 450. Um, that one seems to be taking a little bit of money too. Um, any kicker, 60 yard field goal or more, nine to one. Um, any player to have 150 yards rushing or receiving plus 350. There's some of the props taking some of the money. Yeah, I mean, you kind of already answered this here too, but like you, you know, like we've mentioned, the prop menu here is extensive for this game. Some of the Super Bowl specials we have, the novelty props that you mentioned here. Um, what has taken some of the most action under those tabs in particular? Um, you know, when you look at this menu, we're sticking up these days. Uh, you know, you you, told, you call it an extensive menu. It is. We have never put up this many props before. It's like a cheesecake uh, factory menu. It's a che- that's what I call it. <laughs> you steal that from me? I did not. No, I did not. Huh? I was on Follow the Money on Visa the other day, and I was like, I call us the cheesecake factory of sports betting. It's true. We got to get a deal there, Johnny. I'd like to tell you that uh, you know. One prop is writing so much more than others. And it to me, it's so early, guys, because it, and when I say early, it's five days away. We have a lot of college basketball to go. We have a lot of pro football. We got LeBron's trying to break the record. There is other places to put your money right now. So um, there's, there's so much more money going to come in. Whatever I tell you now will have changed by game time. Um, all right. So here's one that ne- doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, we're not as interested in the splits or anything, but just the prop itself. Is there any prop that we haven't pointed out yet that you think is really unique to DK or that you're really proud that we're, we're offering this year? I like the squares. This is our first year doing these, you know, and you guys remember p- being in pools, right? Who doesn't oh, like yeah, squares? You're in pools, you put your mind. Well, we had any quarter or the final result. And we're the only ones offering this square. So that's one I like to have. I love it when we have something up that's unique that nobody else has. What about the action on the MVP? Any big wagers come in over the last week or any big liabilities on the Super Bowl MVP from bets earlier in the season? Obviously, the quarterbacks are going to be the most popular ones here. But um, any big liabilities on any on either of those guys or anyone in general? Well, I'm going to mention a few names. You're going to say, yeah, that's right. And yeah, that's right. Mahomes, right. 25% of the action hurts 22% of the action. So there's no surprise there. We expected that. But how about linebacker Hassan Reddick taking 13% of the action? That's a surprise to me. Is 35 to one enough? It is in their eyes. Um, And what a surprise. Kelsey. 12% 20, 12% of the action at 12 to one. I can see Kelsey Reddick is a huge surprise to me. Sure. All right, Johnny, <clears throat> like you said, it's still, we're still too far out here. We're going to get a lot of bets on this game individually, <clears throat> but who does it look like the book is going to be rooting for on Sunday? And we can factor in 
you know, handle for the season here? Maybe you got a lot of Chiefs preseason money more than Eagles. Does that factor in at all here? Well, rooting is an ambiguous term. <laughs> well, we have what would so be the best result for the book is maybe the professional way for me to ask the question. Yeah. We, we have so much going on between the props and the yeah. end game. And so it's very unclear just exactly what final score is going to work best for us. But I tell you, we are in good shape on both teams uh, in the future book. A little better shape on the Chiefs. Our two biggest hazards were the 49ers and the Bengals. We knocked both of those teams out. Now, I would assume at this point that the Chiefs were probably going to need the Chiefs, but, um, you know, we've got a, such a long way to go. Still unclear on that one. Oh. <laughs> All right. We, be, we began the season, if you may remember, uh, we were going through some of the most bet player props. It was Rams and uh, Rams and Bills. And we got Johnny Avello to admit that he, he, he saw what the betters were doing, at least, when they were betting Allen Robinson receiving over. Steve and I loved it. They didn't go over. Allen Robinson had a horrible season, as did the Rams. Are we going to end the football season with Johnny Avello saying that he agrees with some prop that betters have been have been <laughs> jumping on for the Super Bowl? Um, I agree with multiple props out there. Uh, <laughs> I really do. You want you want me to give you one? I agree with. No, I don't want to pin you down and tell you to give a play. Just one that you see the money going on, and you're like, ah, oh, that makes sense to me. Uh, you know, Kelsey makes sense to me, guys. In a in a game like this, um, I don't care how good a the Eagle defense is uh, there's a lot of different guys out there on the, on the uh, chief team that can hurt you and yeah. you can't cover them all. You, and I don't know if you can double team a guy like Kelsey. So Kelsey's going to have his share of catches for the day receptions. He's going to catch seven and a half. He's going to, you know, he's going to have X amount of yards. So that's the one that's getting played. So I agree with that. Jewel. <laughs> that's all. That's all I wanted to hear. That's all I wanted to hear. Um, all right. Thank you, as always, Johnny, for all the time this football season. Um, and like I said, I'll, Steve will probably bother you for some MLB stuff. I'll bother you for some college hoop stuff. And uh, we'll take more peeks behind the book. Hey, love talking to you guys. Bother me as much as you want. <laughs> I'm going to bother you for a trip. I'm going to bother you for a trip out to Vegas. That's what I'm bothering you for. <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> next year. We've already made it. Steve and I have already made it clear that we we're forcing our way into attendance. <laughs> Guys, that's that's 372, 70 days away. I mean, you can come yeah. before that if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> that's an invitation I'll take. <laughs> Hopefully we will. But I, yes, I already told my wife 370 days away. Cross this week off. I'm gone. I'm out of town. <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks, Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. Talking to you soon. Have a good week. Thanks. You too, Johnny. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to the Unreasonable Odds Podcast. I'm Steve Buchanan. As promised, huge guest to the show. One of my one of my favorites, good friend of mine, 
but we, we got to give you a proper introduction, right? Because I'm sure you do a lot of these press things, these media things. People give you an introduction. I'm going to give you a proper introduction, okay? Matt Menard from All Elite Wrestling, also known as Daddy Magic, one of the best nicknames in wrestling right now. Obviously, one half of the tag team with our guy, Angela Parker, 2.0. But most importantly, maybe one of the most important roles that you have right now, color commentator on Dark Elevation, which, by the way, pretty sure just celebrated its 100th episode last week. Is that correct? Sure did. It sure, sure did. That was that was a great introduction. You did very good. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, dude, um, I, I love when people uh, compliment the... Uh, the commentary, because I've been working hard at it. It's new to me, and I love it, you know? Yeah, every, here we are. Every Monday, All Elite Wrestling, YouTube, 7 Eastern, 6 Central, where Dark Elevation comes on, AW Dark, of course, on Tuesday as well. But we brought you here. Yes, sir. Talk about the Super Bowl and your Kansas City Chiefs making it to the dance. Let me ask you, yes. was there any, like, awkwardness? Because, you know, the Chiefs and then, obviously, the uh, Jags, you uh -huh. know? locker room tension there or something yes yeah, so, so i mean i would say so yeah like i mean <laughs> not, not 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 that tony knows that i'm a kansas city chiefs fan or anything yeah. or tk knows but um i was definitely mindful to not tweet anything <laughs> or, or or wear like any merchandise of the chiefs like in and right. around like the, like the playoffs you know what i mean especially once they were in right um so because it's his life like right. we're just fans. Right. Some friends back home were like, oh, "Are you gonna bust his balls about it?" No, no. Right. This, is, this is this the man's life. Is his right. life's work? Is his team? You know, they made the playoffs. It's a great thing, and, and you know, yeah. by losing, I guess you know they lose money. You know, this and that. Like, yep. so no, no, I'm not gonna be busting balls. It's very personal for him, as it should right. be. You know, <laughs> we'll stay far, far yeah. away from that. Yes, um, absolutely. Well, let's talk about your Chiefs here. That's why we brought you on here. Talk about them yeah. in the Super Bowl, obviously. Uh, going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, just kind of thinking back to championship week. Obviously, you're you're watching here. You're watching the games that are going on. Did you have a preference if the Chiefs were going to face either the Niners or the Eagles? Like, was there one team that you thought maybe you'd rather them play or were you just kind of, you'd be okay with whatever team made it to face the Chiefs? Yeah, no, I was completely indifferent. Completely yeah. indifferent. And and they had the they had the uh, the early game, so we were coming on second. I was like, just just get in, guys. It doesn't matter, yeah. you know what I mean? Right, right. At that point, it was just get in, and we knew it was going to be the Eagles. So, yeah, they didn't have a, didn't really have a preference. I think it's cool that we have a different matchup than we had three years ago, right? Because it would have sure. been the same game. So that's cool. Um, I don't. I mean, 49ers had nobody left. Who was going to play quarterback for those guys? Oh, you know, brutal. had they gotten in. Brutal. Yeah, that, that's it's hard to win the Super Bowl, man. People, I think Tom Brady, and I said this a couple of times, Tom Brady kind of ruined our perception of, of of what it, how hard it is to win that championship. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, every you got to get the breaks. Everybody has to stay healthy. You know, you uh, favorable matchups. You know, who you line up against. Yeah, so much has to go your way. No, without a doubt, you and especially me being from Boston, I got to live throughout the whole Tom there Brady. You go. And it was like you know a piece of cake every year. It was never even right. Worth. Now, now, now it's changed. Now, now the whole landscape has changed. Brady's retired, going to Fox next year. So he says, we'll see what yeah. comes out of Brady. Yeah, you, got, you, you, you should suffer for a little while. You guys were in the at least the championship game every season for what? Oh, 15 years at least. Yep. Now, we're going, 
Now we're going through the carousel of characters for quarterbacks with That's Cam for sure. and Mac Jones. We're, we're, we're nowhere <laughs> close. Yeah. Um, so obviously, we're, we're a betting podcast here at the Unreasonable Odds Podcast. So I'm going to ask you a couple of uh, betting-related questions here when it comes to the Chiefs. As we record this, we're recording this Monday afternoon. <clears throat> the Chiefs are underdogs in yeah. this game. One and as they should be. Underdogs. As they, oh, okay. All right. So that, that's yeah. where we're going to go there. But for Mahomes, personally, this is only the 10th time in his career that he's an underdog if this line ends up staying there. So my question was going to be, do you think that they deserve to be underdogs to, uh, to this very good Eagles team? Yeah, absolutely. Just just based on the fact that um, uh, Pat's ankle, we don't know where it's at. Of course. Um, all, the inju- all, all the other injuries will... He, he he had seven receivers out the other day in the championship right. game, okay? You know, like McCole Hardman's not playing. Juju's hurt. Um, but who else? Clyde Edwards, I think he's coming back. I think Willie Gay's on the injured list. Yeah. It's just, it's wild. So, of course. And it's only, a, what, 1.5, you said? Two points? Yeah, one and a half points, yep. Two points. So, at, I mean, to me, that's a wash anyways. It's a coin flip, you know? Yep, absolutely. But, no, yeah, absolutely. yeah. No, I, th- yeah. I think it's going to be a, a very competitive game too. But this was when this originally opened, the Chiefs were two point favorites, and then the were line they moved, really? Yeah, it moved very, very quickly to well, what? What, what do you what do you think happened? Uh, I honestly, I think it just ended up being a, a, a point where that everybody kind of what you're saying there. Obviously, the injury to Mahomes is a huge one. What's going to be his status moving forward? All the receiver injuries that we're talking about with Juju, yeah. with Michael Hardman, uh, you know, because when push comes uh, Tony, to- Tony's out too. You know, yep. I don't know if he's going to play. Who knows? I mean, it really could end up being guys like Justin Watson who end up having to have a huge role in this game. That's really kind of what it comes that's down it. to. So I think the market looked at that, that the Chiefs shouldn't be favored, and that's why the line moved yeah. as quickly as it did. Yeah. Um, that being said, who do you think, who do you like from the Chiefs to score in this game? On DraftKings Sportsbook, Travis Kelsey overall has the best yeah. odds to reach the end zone at minus 130. Isaiah Pacheco, second in line for the Chiefs at plus 110, getting some plus money there on Pacheco. Anybody you like in particular to get a, a touchdown in this game? I, th- I think Pat will score with his feet. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I, I think the, the ankle is going to be okay, and I think he'll, you know, maybe an option or something. And he'll take it in. He'll get he'll get hit at the goal line and roll into the end zone. Yep. You know, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. And that's I, honestly I can easily that, see that. That's one of his best weapons overall, yeah. too, is his legs. Yeah. And he hasn't been able to show that because of how injured that he's been. So it's definitely something to kind of watch moving forward. For sure. One, one last question I want to give you. Obviously, yeah. you are a pivotal member of the Jericho Appreciation Society. You've been taken under the wing by Chris Jericho. Yeah, if you wild. had to associate some yeah. of the members of the Jericho Appreciation Society with Chiefs players. Yeah. You kind of associate those guys with. Can I throw Ooh. one out there? Can I throw please. one out there? Please. Travis Kelsey feels like he would be Jake Hager. Yeah, that would, yes. <laughs> that would, the second you answered the question, that was going to be, you know, what I said. You know what I mean? Just his whole vibe, even his vibe, like he's kind of loosey-goosey like Travis is. Yep, right. You know, he's, a, he's a good time like Travis is. He's a big guy. No, makes perfect sense. Travis Kelsey, Jake Hager. That, that's what that is right there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Who would you give Patrick Mahomes to? Um, so, here's a... <laughs> thinking about it. Uh, Sammy. Sammy Guevara would be Sammy, Patrick Mahomes. okay. Yes. Okay, wow. Because you could put it... He's just... He's so versatile. Any situation. Um, very good. Also, <laughs> you could kind of say that um, that 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 tie is... Um, is Brittany Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> nah, you take it however you want. <laughs> you know? So that works out. 
Now, if Tyree yeah. Kill was still with the Chiefs, I would say yeah. that would have been Sammy for me. If if, okay. if that would have been I Sammy Kabar. I could I could see that. I could see that for sure. Um, I'd say Jericho. I'd say Chris maybe is the Andy Reid. He's kind of our coach, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's course. our coach. I don't know how he'll feel about that, but he that's how I look at it. You know what I mean? And what, um, what about what about Angelo? Do you have one for Angelo? I kind of put it, him and I in, in this in the same box, and maybe like we're Chad Henney, you know. <laughs> like, like we're there we get called on and we're gonna kill it every time we get in there you know right right that's what it is you know we're there for the backup i love it um who else we got who else we, oh garcia how can i forget uh, garcia i was I gonna say him. um yeah he's uh he's pacheco i think he's pacheco oh, that's he's, perfect. He's, that's perfect actually right he's a little nasty yep yeah just a bit of a pit bull runs yep. hard you know yeah that's perfect no, young, think, both young I think that works out very, very well. Nope, yeah. I think you're right. Hell yeah. Although, I, like I said, I don't know if Ty's going to like that Brittany Mahomes reference. <laughs> but we'll, uh, we can, we'll keep that under wraps. We'll, we'll give up this podcast to everybody but her. We'll just keep that's, that under wraps. There. That's great. All right, yeah. Daddy Magic, Matt Menard, as always, you know, uh, appreciate you coming on to talk a little bit of Chiefs football here. Uh, just let the people know. People want to check out a little more Daddy Magic. Oh, yeah. What do they got to do, baby? Well, you got to tune into TBS Wednesday night for Dynamite, 8 p.m., how about Friday night? We got Rampage, 10 p.m. That's on TNT. You want to check us out on the YouTube on uh, Monday nights, Tuesday nights, AEW Dark, AEW Dark Elevation. That's on the AEW uh, YouTube channel. And I think that's about it. Beautiful. All right, Matt, my man, I appreciate you coming on here. We're going to get some more Unreasonable Odds podcast when we come back. All right, thank you to our guests, Johnny Avello and Daddy Magic, for joining the Unreasonable Odds podcast. Now, Steve and I will talk some NFL football one last time before this season ends. Um, go through the board, which there's plenty of it. Um, where do you want to start, Steve? Do you want to go side and toe? Well, let's end with who we think will win, win the Super Bowl, I okay. guess. That's a better way to do it. Um, anything total-wise that you're going to play in this game? I I have I have flipped on this so much, man. I really, really have. Like when this initially came out, and I think it was 50, I think it opened up 50 is where it was originally. I'm like, Chiefs haven't been great in this spot of a total of 50 or more. And this would actually be the first game this season that the Eagles are playing in a game with a total of 50 points or more, which is kind of amazing when you think about it because of how good that they were scoring. But I think that also was kind of like a, a big precedent on how good their defense was that they hadn't played in a game this season where the total was 50 points or higher. So this is kind of uncharted territory for the Eagles. But that being said, this Eagles team is constantly going over the the game total because they're dropping 30 points a game, right? And it's so they're in, in these games where it's 40, you know, 45, 48 points, you know, when they're dropping 30 and they're dropping like the majority of the points here, these games have been going over. So I want to take the over in this one. Like I really do, but like, it's such a tough total because there's so, and it's especially because there's so many concerns on the injuries, at least as we're recording this on Tuesday with the Chiefs. Like, what's the offense going to look like when we get the kickoff on Sunday? Do we have Juju? Do we have Michael Hardman? Do we have, you know, a number of these guys? So it's. So I think we have a little more clarity on that. Like, so Hardman's on IR. So he's yep. down. Um, and there's Juju and Tony props on the board. I think Juju's mid to, yeah. uh, mid to high 30s receiving yards. Tony's 23 and a half. 
So I think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be obviously Kelsey and then MVS, um, Juju, Tony, and then you go down to the the Watsons and Sky Moors yeah. of the world, one of which probably gets an opportunity given Hardman's status now. Right. So, like, it's tough because Mahomes has this big passing prop, and outside of the chunk that goes to Kelsey, it's just scattered between these guys in, like, the high 30s and lower that are all supposed to come up with it. So, right. again, these these we're talking about the game total. I'll, I'll finish with the game total, I guess, before we naturally transition to props here. I lean under for the game. Generally, there's some tightening up and, you know, something weird will happen, a red zone turnover. And I think it just takes something like that to get it under. It's not a bet for me, but I would, I would lean under on the game. Prop-wise, I think the most interesting part prop-wise is figuring out the Chiefs. Yep. Because it's Mahomes in the Super Bowl, like, he's going to get his numbers. But where is it going to go outside of Kelsey? And these props are all set on, you know, the season averages of these guys. Whereas Juju, I think, has gone under his current receiving prop in eight of his last 10. Numerous times, yeah. So, like, he was hot to start the season, and now he hasn't been as much. People are going to want to bet MVS overs because of the hot uh, AFC championship game. But is he the right guy here? I'm looking at, with Hardman out, and Hardman was kind of drafted to be when – Tyreek Hill was kind of in trouble and didn't right. know his future with the Chiefs. He was kind of drafted as that replacement guy. So now he's not there. So the, who's the guy they traded for to put in that slot? Canarius Tony. 23 and a half receiving yards. Like he can get that on one. They just can play for him. Yeah. So my, that's where my eye went. It's inconsistencies. Like he's been all over the place and he could, he could get his big play on a rushing attempt. But I think that they're going to have to have something Tony deep in this game. Um, so I'm thinking Tony over 23 and a half receiving yards is probably my favorite prop on the Chiefs side right now. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and, and especially that too, because now that we know that, um, that Hardman is going to be out. Uh, one thing that I did see, and we're already kind of going in the props, so we might as well just stay in the props now, is with Justin Watson. Now, obviously his role is very, very limited. Um, when usually when all these guys are healthy here, but there's one thing about Watson that really kind of caught my eye and that's of the 33 targets that he had this year, his average distance of target, which means, you know, how, how far downfield he's being targeted is at 20. So when he's getting targeted, they are bombs, right? Like these are deep, deep shots. And then you got his receiving yards total for the game is at 17 and a half minus 115 on both sides. So talking about like those, you know, one catch can do it with Tony. Justin Watson is very much in that conversation for me as well. I mean, like I said, I mean, the average distance of his target exceeds what his receiving yard total is. Now, obviously, the catch has to be made and whatnot, but uh, I think that's also another total that you can exploit. Uh, especially if he is on the field for some extra targets here with Hardman out of the mix. So Watson's a guy that you do have to get full receiving yards because I just looked. His longest reception isn't on the board, at least as of Tuesday. So Tony is on the board for long reception. It's 14 and a half and only minus 105 to the over. That could be one to look at. I don't know what's better, long of 14 and a half or 23 and a half for the game. Yep. You know, two... 12 yarders gets you over for the game. That's pretty nice. Um, 
But yeah, I think Tony interests me the most on the Chiefs side. And if anything, a Juju under, I'm afraid because I know it has to go somewhere, but it hasn't been going to Juju. No. <laughs> if anything, it's been going to Kelsey, obviously, and Pacheco. Mm-hmm. Pacheco's been the guy who's been getting those quick check downs, not McKinnon. I don't know what's happened with McKinnon. Like, I was all about him for the championship round. Like, thinking, like, he'd get back in the mix. Like, oh, you know, Mahomes was hurt that first game. He was blocking a little bit more. Fine. He'll get back on track next game. Didn't happen. It's been all Pacheco. Like, Pacheco is like, quickly become, like, the workhorse role in, the, in, in this offense now when it comes to the ground game and those quick checkdowns. So, for something that I assumed I'd be all over with McKinnon, now I'm like, now I'm considering unders. And that obviously means he's just going to go over now. But McKinnon's still high at 20 and a half, at least from how the uh, the recent games have gone. Like, don't feel good about that anymore. Whereas, like, a few weeks ago, I'd be like, oh, that, that's a total over. I have, you know, no question about that. But um, last three games, week 18, and then Jacksonville and Bengals, 17 total receiving yards in those three games. All of them came in one, which was last week against the Bengals. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Say that last piece again about everything that came against the Bengals. All those receiving yards, 17 total receiving yards over the last three games. And they all okay, came so I, in that one game against the Bengals, where before that, he was at 52, 31, 70, 112 to 17 in three games. Like It's, 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 a, it's wild, the, the, the change in the landscape in that backfield. Yeah, it changed quick. Yeah. It did change quick. I think Pacheco props are interesting because everybody everybody's looking at the Eagles' backfield. Yeah. Um, and in terms of the Chiefs' backfield, McKinnon went on that, that hot stretch. And I don't know if Pacheco's being accounted for as, enough as a receiver, maybe. Yep. Um, at this point. So I think those, I think those are interesting. Um, I'm flipping through here, you know, like first quarter and first half receiving and rushing yards are all on the board. If you want them on drafting Sportsbook, I don't know if I have anything there rushing attempts. I feel like miles Sanders should get over 13 and a half. Uh, Don't like it. You should be using him. Don't like it. So everybody's all over the Gainwell props because of how he's been running. You know he's gotten all his carries went up like three or more touchdowns in these games. No, for sure, for sure. But but even he's in the hot hand, I just don't. I, are they going to ride him early? I don't know. Even even Boston Scott's been a little more involved than I think people would like to see. If you're on a, a, a little bit, drop, you know I mean, his his carries I think was three and a half and his yards eight and a half for Boston Scott. Yep. Um, I don't think he'll factor in too much. Well, this this is what worries me about <laughs> the Eagles' backfield the most. The Eagles have yet to play a competitive playoff game. Right. The Eagles have yet to play a competitive playoff game where we see how healthy Jalen Hurts really is because they haven't needed him to go that full 100% in any of these games. Yep. So this would be the game you would think that that would need to happen. So how does the backfield kind of break out after that? That's what I'm. That's why I, I want nothing to do with that Eagles backfield because I don't know how that's going to play out. Gainwell, like you mentioned, is getting a lot of love for this game. And like you brought up, a lot of this has come when they're up big. But, you know, 
Boston Scott's been in the mix. Miles Sanders has been in the mix. Jalen Hurts really hasn't needed to run in these games. Is this where he kind of unleashes and he starts running like he was in the beginning of the season? There's too much uncertainty, and it's not because of injuries. It's just because we haven't seen that game script in the for the Eagles in these playoffs yet. There's a lot. of, And that's why I feel like it's one of the, the things that's not being talked about enough is it's because, you know, it feels like we we know what's going to happen, but it's like, this is a completely different game script than we've seen in the past two games for the playoffs of the Eagles. And that's really kind of makes me iffy on some of these rushing props that people are kind of jumping all over thus far. I think if you think this isn't going to be a blowout and Sanders is, is the guy um, yeah. they'll lean on their top rusher. So interesting route to take because the Eagles are favored in this Super Bowl. So you would in theory have Sanders running the ball some late. Um, which has been Gainwell's job lately. And that's why I kind of like the Sanders rushing yards prop. But if you just want to bank on him being involved early as the starter, 26 and a half first half rushing yards yep. for Sanders. Um, for me, it's Sanders or, or pass on, on Eagles rushing props. And then I'm still kind of trying to figure out, and I think everybody is as the week goes on, the Kansas City situation. Yeah. But outside of Kelsey, who I think is, I think he's probably a good anytime touchdown score. Kelsey, yep. I think he's minus one thirty, um, would be my favorite prop on him. I think my two favorite Chiefs props would be Tony over twenty three and a half, and what's the exact number on uh on MVS MVS or sorry on Juju thirty seven and a half under thirty seven and a half on Juju, and over twenty three and a half on Tony. Yeah, receiving would be the way that I bet the Chiefs. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, I want to point out an Eagles prop that I actually do like a lot. And this is, this is under the passing props and this is passing plus plus rushing yards. You can get this for both quarterbacks. Yep. Jalen hurts is at two ninety six and a half. This has come down four yards over the past few days. This was sitting at 300 and a half for a while. Now this has come down to two ninety six and a half. And this is kind of going off the sentiment that I was just talking about with, you know, at least for me, the uncertainty in the Eagles backfield. Well, if this is going to be a close game, then this is where we need to see that Jalen hurts that we saw earlier in the year. And if we get that Jalen hurts that we saw earlier in the year, well, then this two ninety six and a half, that's something he can absolutely go over, especially when you consider the defense as he's going up against chiefs allowed the, uh, uh, in the top 10 for passing yards allowed and top five in rushing yards allowed to the quarterback position. So to me, if Jalen Hurts is fully healthy, which again, the really the lack of uses that he's needed over the past few weeks. And now this extra, I don't want to say extra week of rest, but obviously when you're just out having to practice for a week, um, I really feel like this is a game where, uh, we're going to see that. I don't think we're going to, you're not going to get away with a game in which Jalen Hurts is being held to under 200 passing yards for the third straight game in these playoffs. That's not going to happen this time around. They haven't needed him to throw the ball. I mean, he's thrown the ball 49 times in the last two games. Yep. That's absurd. That's absolutely absurd. You're not getting that this time around. 25 last week, uh, the championship week against the Niners, 24 times against the Giants. You're not going to get that this time around. So this number going down to 296 and a half, I, I, I think that's a really enticing number to take. Um, <clears throat> I like some head-to-head between the quarterbacks. And I, I do 
agree with Hertz. Like combining those is probably the way to go. Yeah. Um, Cause if he's healthy, he's healthy. And that means he can throw well and he doesn't mind putting his body on the line running. So putting them together makes sense. Some of these are moving. Passing yards was 45 and a half. The spread a week ago, it's now 54. 54. Yep. I would lay it with Mahomes um, because I think the Eagles are going to try and run the ball more. Uh, and you can also play money lines on, on these. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I mean, are you going to take Mahomes at minus 320 on that? I'm just saying it's, it's available. It's available. 320 is a little, probably a little too rich. That's, for a, that's a little egregious in my opinion. I don't think it's that much of a difference. Mm-hmm. That, that large of a difference, I should say. Um, Devonte Smith is minus 21 and a half receiving yards against Juju. That one pops a little bit to me. Yep. Let's see. There's a lot of meat on the, uh, on the bone with these. I, I would, I think my favorite is still the chalk with Mahomes, even though it was 45 and a half a, a week ago on Thursday. That was, I gave that out on the show on Thursday. It's moved nine yards. Yep. Mahomes, I feel like is going to have, have to throw a lot more than than hurts yep. um and passing attempts aren't available or as far as what i'm seeing or i would bet passing attempts there was actually one head-to-head touchdowns that i like that i was going to bring up earlier but now that we're here already uh we can go into it they have kelsey and aj brown matched up against each other mm-hmm. um kelsey on the spread obviously just has to score one more than brown is at plus 160 but you can get them to go over one and a half total touchdowns together at plus 175 Kelsey could get that on his own, right? Now, obviously, if, that, if you feel that way, then just bet it outright with Kelsey to score two touchdowns. I think it's like plus 500. But getting that bit of a safety net with Kelsey and Brown to go right. over one and a half at plus 175, I like that one. It's almost like a – it feels fairly safe just because of how much Kelsey's using the red zone. And then, obviously, A.J. Brown is, is the top target for, for Jalen Hurts when he needs to throw. Yeah, I'm trying to think of if that's worth it to me. If I would rather bet that at plus 175 or just bet Kelsey to score at minus 130. Right. Anytime. Is right. that, you know, that's a, that's over a dollar juice. That's a dollar five extra right there. Yep. Kelsey scores again, or if Brown gets, gets it. Um, or maybe Kelsey doesn't score and Brown gets two. And you win with all the wrong analysis. That'd be that'd be amazing, right? And Kelsey to score two touchdowns is actually now down to plus four seventy five. He was plus five hundred the other day. Okay, so that's coming down. <clears throat> um, all right. Anything else player prop wise that jumps out to you? That was that. Um, I, I did. This has come down a little bit too much for my liking, but uh, taking unders on Quez Watkins has been very profitable as of late. Uh, his his opportunities have really uh, taken a hit since Dallas Goddard came back. He's really kind of been the guy that's taken the hit with Goddard. But he is like hard pressed to even get a single target at this point now, um, now that Goddard is back. And in the last three games now, 14 total, excuse me, four games, 14 total receiving yards. Over under on his is 12 and a half. It was 14 and a half. That's where I have it. Is that under is that 14 and a half down to 12 and a half. But even in that game, when he had the 14 receptions, excuse me, 14 uh, yards, four targets, two receptions. 
Yeah, I, I do like in these big games, uh, short unders on, on players like that. Yep. Obviously, I'm going the other way on a guy like Tony, but I think that's because he's got to fill in for someone else. Uh, I agree with you there. <clears throat> um, all right, before we pick a winner of the Super Bowl, Super Bowl specials and novelty props. Uh, yep. Novelty props, we're talking coin flips, origami, jersey number, flea flickers, octopus, kick to hit post, Gatorades, all the things that Johnny Avello mentioned. Uh, Super Bowl specials, we're talking more any player to have a pass completion and a reception and a rushing attempt, for example. Um, things of that nature. Let me get, there was one that I did uh, discuss somewhere that I want to talk about on there. Rushing props. Let me see if this number is still there. Well, while you, while you get that, um, yeah. I do like the any player to have a 55-plus yard reception, a plus 250. Okay. The number of guys that could do that that are playing is quite large. You got Brown can do that. Done it multiple times already. MVS, Devonta Smith, Justin Watson, who we talked about there too. And Justin Watson, like I mentioned, um, you know, that average distance of target at 20. AJ Brown has done this three times during the season already to go over 55 yards. So I think when you're casting a wide net and then you consider you got Mahomes going and then Hurts with some of the big playmakers that he have, I, I don't mind that a plus 250. Uh, 55 and a half a lot. Yep. Well, of course. If that's a long reception. Hmm. But of course you're getting plus 250. I was going to say you could take a couple guys and just bet their long receptions. Mm. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't have as much of an opinion on that one. So I'll run this one by you. This is Super Bowl specials rushing props. It was minus 150 when I discussed it last week. It's now minus 160. So you're laying some juice. Total players in the game with a rushing attempt under nine and a half minus one sixty. There's seven guys that will absolutely get a rushing attempt. I would think absolutely six, absolutely, probably seven. Name so Mahomes, McKinnon, Pacheco. There's three. Yep. On the Eagles side, Hertz, Sanders, Gainwell. And almost certainly Boston Scott would be your seven. Yep. So now you have a, a cushion for two more guys and need three to lose. That leaves a receiver on each side, a Devontae Smith and a Canarius Tony to each get a carry. Yep. That gets us to nine. Now you need a second trick play on one of the sides to a Kelsey or an AJ Brown or a guy like that to lose. Or what terrifies me. It was either the Jags game or the AFC championship game. A guy with massive fumble issues on the Chiefs, Ronald Jones. Yeah. One carry for zero yards. Yep. So you're going to need a second trick play guy from one of the teams or Ronald Jones to somehow sneak into the mix in the Super Bowl. Well, somebody or, else. Or a quarterback injury <clears throat> and a backup gets killed. Well, you're missing one person too. Who? Edwards Alaire. True. That has changed, I guess, since I, I initially analyzed this prop. Activated yesterday. Does not mean he's playing. But right. Activated yesterday. I guess you can't. I guess you can no longer bet this until you know his status. But even right. if you count him as a sure thing, you're now at eight. But now it does take. Now the two, a, a wide receiver on each side loses it for you versus before you could withstand that. 
And then one guy that has taken a handful of carries during the year was Sky Moore. He has done it a couple of times. He did do would, it. He did would, do it against Jacksonville. So I feel like maybe more of them were early in the season prior to Tony's addition, maybe. Uh, so he did it in week tw- so against Jacksonville. Well, but Tony was still hurt. Okay. Yeah. Um, week 15 against Houston, week 13 against the Bengals. Never before that. So this has all come later in the season. Okay. Um, and then there's one there. there you, I would think it would be more or Tony though. I would be surprised if both of them yeah. got carries. And if both of them got carries, do you think all three of the running backs, Edward Solaire gets in there for a carry? I, I, I would not be surprised receivers. if he, I would not be surprised if Edward Solaire even gets a couple. And maybe just a couple, you know? Yeah. You know, and then it it says that Gardner Minshew took two last week. Were those kneel downs? That must have been probably. Yeah, but I don't. This isn't this game isn't going to get to the point where like a backup quarterback's kneeling. No, no. But that's why I was asking, because I'm like, I don't remember that. But I also wasn't like watching that game closely because of the score. Obviously, Right. I think it would be I think it would be a quarterback injury. that Yeah. Um, It's interesting that Edward Zelaya has been activated. And the juice is still coming on the under. Yeah. That's one to note. I I think we got to see who's active before you bet that one at this point. I, I would say he'll be active and be more of like an emergency reserve role if I have this. Well, then we probably need to know that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't hate the idea of what this is. This is my long-winded version of saying I don't hate uh, the idea. But I think it's actually maybe a lot closer than you think. Okay, that's yeah, that's fair, especially with the CEH news. All right, my best bet on the sweat last year for the Super Bowl was the opening kickoff to be a touchback. Oh, you were so like plus one hundred and sixty. It went to minus one hundred and twenty-five, and it was right there to be returned, and uh, was called a fair catch a couple yards into the end zone. It's there again this year. It's already been bet from plus one hundred and sixty to plus one hundred and forty. I'll once again probably take plus money on the opening kickoff. Uh, to not be a touchback, the no option. By the way, this is uh, 28 and four over the last 32 Super Bowls. I mean, last, last year, it was what, 28 and three? Yeah, and now it's 28 and four. <laughs> but you wouldn't shut up about that for weeks. I feel like you were talking about it even back in the divisional series. You're like, can't wait to I mean, I got like, I got like 85 cents of closing line value on it. Great for it to lose. <laughs> um, I'm going back to it. Don't care what anyone says. At least uh, this is the first time of me hearing it, and it's Tuesday leading up to <clears throat> the game on Sunday. Right, so I can't possibly be rambling about it for a week. Right. Um, <clears throat> one more I'll throw at you. Johnny mentioned it. Jersey number of the first touchdown score. Oh, I hate these. Now, the eyeball test on this one, you're like, how can it be 11 and a half? And I'm getting plus money on over 11 and a half. Right. And you remember the numbers of these people. Hertz is one. Devontae Smith is single digits. Pacheco is 10. A.J. Brown is 11, which yep. puts it right there. Jarek McKinnon is one. Yep. There's a lot of guys under there. But the over, you do get Mahomes. You yep. do get Kelsey. I, at this number, you, do, you, get, all the, you get all the other uh, – you get all the Eagles running backs. Yep. And Mahomes and Kelsey. At this number, at this price, I would lean over 11 and a half at plus 105. Yep. I, 
if I was going to take something like that, I would do the um, combined jersey numbers of all touchdown scores over 160 and a half. Is that minus 105? If Goddard and Kelsey scores, you're golden. Correct. You know, but Kelsey's a huge help here. The problem is, what if Kelsey gets two? Now he's taking away from adding numbers from somebody mm. else. Yep. Yep. Because I don't think they would. I don't think Kelsey can score twice and you win no, the prop. No. <laughs> right. Because then obviously the over would be, you know, not where it is. Yep. Oh, that's an interesting wrinkle. Yeah, it's an interesting wrinkle. I never thought about that. That's why I like the first touchdown score one better. But if you got a feel for the total, uh, the combined of all (laughs) touchdown scores, go for that. Yeah. I will say, though, both teams have actually been fairly strong against the tight end position. Not that it's really going to matter in this one, but both teams have been very strong against the tight end position this season. Yep. But, But that's like such a fickle fickle analysis because like there's just some teams that don't even use the tight end position. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, especially yeah. with a guy like Kelsey, who's just right, exactly your, right. Your best right. player. Like, it's not like you're going to shut Kelsey down. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. Anything else prop wise? No, I think we're good. All right. Who wins the Super Bowl, Steve? <sighs> I hate being a square, but I really think it's the Eagles. All right. I think it's going to be the chiefs. Experience go. will come into play. Um, the Eagles will be in a close game for the first time in months. Yep. And the experience of, of Mahomes will come into play over, over a Jalen Hurts. Um, that's, that's my thought process. Okay. All right. That's an NFL podcast for the season. Um, thank you guys for, for listening. Um, I'll have an NFL best bets article out. Uh, and then, you know, well, first of all, Steve and I are taking vacation, so we'll talk to you guys after vacation. But Bye. Steve will be on to baseball. Um, I will continue college hoops and NBA, and you can catch all our content on all of the DraftKings platforms. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Bye. Odds and lines are subject to change. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER.